As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Khalil Wanda. This is Agard. What up, people? Thanks a lot for tuning in. Big up to the NiceUpRadio.com listeners. Everybody tuning yeah. in live right now. Yeah, man. And big up to everybody listening all across the world on all digital streaming platforms. Our second show of the month, February 2021. And we're into Reggae Month right now. So happy Reggae Month once again. Yeah, man. Happy Reggae Month. I want to say happy Valentine's Day for those who celebrate them things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once again, happy Earth Strong, happy birthday to all celebrating this time of the year. February people, the chosen ones, you know? Mm, I feel we people them still. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Bless up on the Earth Strong A-Guard. Word. Thank you. See it there? Yeah, man. Today's topic is the top five Lovers Rock songs. A-Guard is going to give you his disclaimer that this is just his top five. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah man so it's a little bit different this time i'm gonna be the first one to complain about this show okay <laughs> i'm kind of joking but i'm kind of serious like you know i like top fives you know i like i like to list off things you know and really think and, and put some thought into this stuff however this is reggae music you know so this is what top fives lovers rock today right yep and Already, you know, no matter what the subgenre, no matter what the era, no matter what the list is, there's probably going to be disagreements. That's fine. So with reggae music now, my lovers rock. First of all, I, I'm, I'm taking over right now for a second, Khalil. You know, it's something that to me is, I don't know. It's not, it's not necessarily well-defined it's defined but it's not like you know other subgenres. like other genres of music there's like all these traits and you know how things are broken down musically and there's certain characteristics like ska you know what ska is you know what i'm saying but lovers rock it's not as defined as some other subgenres. so that's number one so i could have literally listed off you know what i'm saying bunch of my favorite songs and put it on a dartboard with just five darts <laughs> and just throw some darts at it and that'll probably be okay because we're dealing with what decades of lovers rock you know i looked up at one definition you know technically it's what from the 60s you know <laughs> till right now <laughs> you know what i mean so we're dealing with uh what is that 60 years <laughs> 
you know, yeah. and to just pick five tunes. So I, I my long story long, my disclaimer is, you know, these are mine and I could have three different top fives within this genre and then there would still be a lot more left over. Okay. Okay. That's that's all I wanted to say. The reason why I was saying I was complaining is because, you know, Khalil's making me work. You know, I, basically, I made three different lists. And as I went down the list, I, I'll tell you what happened because what ended up in my list in the third list was definitely not in the first list. Hmm. So if anybody knows me from back in the day or, you know, as a DJ, selector, whatever, what have you, you know, they know my favorite singer is Sanchez, right? Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> I was going down the list and like after my third Sanchez song, I was like, you know what? I don't even think this is lover's rock, really. You know what I mean? Like it's more dance hall, you know? It's like singing tunes, but it's dance hall. All right. So then scrapped the Sanchez. I was about to go like five four Sanchez is an embarrassment or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? But... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, to me, that's still dance hall. You know what I'm saying? So the second list, it was like, all right, still had a Sanchez. I was going to, what I was going to do is I was going to pick five artists, five singing artists, and pick what I feel is the best of their tunes in the, in the, in the you know, slow songs, singers category. But it was still a little bit too dance hall. So then, you know, I went back to the, what most people think of as Lover's Rock, which is inspired by UK. Mm. All right? So I went along those lines. However, I had to pick up from UK Lover's Rock style that I know, because I don't know all the Peter Huntingdales, and you know what I mean? Like, I don't know all of it. You know what I mean? Mm. So this is just my version of it. Okay. Let's just say other influences that can be considered lovers rock, but some people might not consider it lovers rock. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna explain my list at the end, yeah, so man. we can get Those... into counting mm-hmm. down or presenting our top five. Yes, no particular order. True. True. There's no such thing in this this effort. You could go ahead and begin once again. All right. Cool, man. So. Again, this is the top five lovers rock, and this is no particular order. So this spans from, geez, my list spans, just to let you know, from the early 2000s all the way back to the late 1960s. Okay. So almost the entire breadth of uh, (laughs) what's considered lovers rock. So my first tune... um, one of the more recent ones. I'm going to start... Basically, I'm starting more recent and going back in time. So, okay. this song is a very, very big song that came out in 2004. It is uh, what Jamaicans refer to as a singover. The original song was done in 1975. All right. So, my first song is from an artist from the UK... It is Walk Away From Love Okay. by Bitty McLean and the Supersonics. Okay. So this song right here, because, you know, people think that, you know, in order to have classics, you got to, it's got to be old or something. But this right here, I mean, technically it is an old song. So Walk Away From Love was originally sung by David Ruffin, 1975. 
Um, it was actually a platinum single for David Ruffin, probably one of his biggest songs. Remade again in 2005, after Biddy McLean did it, by Mika Paris. I don't know that version. I'll listen to it, and it's, it's a lot more like the David Ruffin version, like an R&B soul type of thing. The original rhythm was done by Treasure Isle, and it was the rock steady rhythm. Yep. Um, and and the Biddy McLean version is released by Peckings. Yeah. Big, 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 big tune. Like instant classic. Yep. First time I heard it, I'm like, yo, this is classic. Yep. Yeah. I remember the first time yeah. I heard it, I heard like a clip of it was he was singing it live somewhere and I just mm-hmm. heard the audio and like the crowd was singing out and it was going crazy and I heard the rhythm and I was like, Yo, do I know this? Like the first time you hear it, you're like, yo, wait a minute. I'm supposed to know this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is like an yeah, old yeah, yeah. foundation tune that, you know what I mean? Like, I love it already, but I thought I knew it, but I don't know it. But I did know it, but maybe I maybe I heard it before. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so unique from the original. The David Ruffin. I don't know vi- uh, who David uh, Ruffin. Ruffin is, and I don't know the original, so... Well, you check could keep it out. talking about I, that if you want, but I'm probably not going to check it out. Here, here's, <laughs> how I, here's how I know you probably know it, man. I'm, pro- I'm probably sure, you know, back in high school or, or your days in college, you know, you was driving to school, uh, you know, the, <laughs> and what was on in the car because we were getting driven. The Tom Joyner Morning Show. I'm oh, sure man. I'm sure you played the, the David Rush, Ruffin version one of those days. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That's that's an ATL callback right there. Okay. Yeah, man, a big tune still. You know, on yeah. Bond Street, the album, the Bitty McQueen album. Instrumentation by Sir Tommy McCook. Yeah, man. Big, 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 big tune. And the reason, the only reason I knew that before doing research on this, that it was a, a sing-over tune was because there are, there, there are DJs that don't know this version but it would came it would come on and people would be singing it you know what i mean and it's like yo this gotta be like a a remake because i you're right i didn't i didn't have like an immediate recall to the original either yeah yeah that's a huge tune that yeah i'll rate that one i'll rate that one Mm -hmm. yeah man all right so my first one i'll go ahead and start out in the 2000s as well because I only have one in the, that kind of modern era. And that song for me, you know, kind of to what you were saying in your preface about the difficulty of really defining what is Lover's Rock. To me, mm-hmm. this is Lover's Rock. And I include it in like a Lover's Rock, a modern Lover's Rock segment. You know what I mean? Okay. The song is Hideaway by Tessan Chin. Mm. Tessan Chin, who okay. won The Voice competition in 2013 she initially was an indie artist out of jamaica and hideaway was her first single so it was recorded and released in 2006 and it's tessan chin's debut single the album was called in between worlds in in between words Mm. Um, so it's written by tessan and produced by her in-house team so uh rudy valentino and and paul costick the song got like heavy rotation on Jamaica radio, also in Europe, and select New York stations were playing it as well. 
So it was selected for VP Records Reggae Gold 2007. Yeah. And um, that was a part of the 2010s when there was that resurgence of One Drop mm-hmm. from a lot of different artists. You know what I'm saying? Fifth Element crew had done their thing. And uh, Don Corleone was putting out rhythms such as, you know, the Drop Leaf and, you know what I mean, the Secrets and, you know, all the stuff in between those. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a lot of singing tunes and... This is when Tessan Chin and her sister Tammy Chin kind of emerge. And this song is still one, it's got to be one of my favorite tunes. I mean, this is a beautiful composition. The writing, the instrumental, you know, the, the rhythm, everything is, is tight. You know what I'm saying? It's a dope music video shot in a few different parts of Jamaica. You know, if you hear her sing this live, she, obviously she won the voice. She has an amazing voice. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a very nice love song. Hideaway. Yeah, man, I'm surprised I didn't think of that one because, yeah, I mean, there's so much, so much music. But, yeah, that's a great, great song. Yeah, yeah. So I think the the two that we picked from the 2000s, I think those definitely stand out, you know? Yeah, man. I I have one more from the 2000s, though. Okay. And tell you what, this artist is so powerful, I had to put a second song from Biddy McLean. Okay. <laughs> and this one is The Real Thing. Now, yeah. The Real Thing, show. That song right there, son. So, The Real Thing, I, I was actually surprised. I thought this was another um, remake of a song, but it's actually original. And um, it came out in 2006, um, I believe as a single. And then, again... In 2009, on the album "Moving On" from Biddy McLean, um, and the label is Taxi Gang, a taxi label. The original, yeah, was a seven-inch vinyl produced by Sly and Robbie, and the rhythm is the "Hold On to What You've Got" rhythm. Now, that rhythm in itself is just—I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, so the others, there's some other songs on my list that have some deep rhythms but i don't even know how to describe this song because hold on to what you've got you know original dennis brown dennis song brown joe gibbs produced yeah. rhythm yeah man and that's like when i first heard that song like i was just like yo i, I gotta like put this on repeat you know what i mean for some reason it's just one of those songs where it's like but yeah the stat rhythm so biddy mclean gets a second nomination in my list wow wasn't expecting yeah, that i mean we're talking love is rock man yeah man it's all full of surprises then oh you mean yeah yeah i mean the amount of <laughs> the amount of tunes that we have to pick from and i definitely didn't go I, like i said i started out lazy and i was like you know what man let me reach reach in the box you know yeah i mean that's definitely to me you know for me in my book that's not on the level of um Walk away from love, you know what I mean? <laughs> of course not. But my respect, my respect it still. No, me good on the night now. I wonder if we're gonna have any of the same. I doubt it. Uh, I'll be like probably winning yo. the lotto. Probably. I'm gonna go know. in reverse. The order I'm going in is reverse chronological order. So I'm going to go back into the time machine now. And land in 1985. Okay. So my second Lovers Rock song 
on today's list is Wildfire. Wildfire. Oh, okay. Written and produced by Dennis Emmanuel Brown and John Holt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Original on the Thunderbolt label distributed by Sonic Sound. So this is a mid-80s song out of Jamaica that I feel like when it comes in, when it drops in in a dance, is it? It's like an instant forward. Like, you can't not pull this tune up. I don't care if it's early warm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, morning ride, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oldies dance, a vintage party, you know what I'm saying? So I can mm-hmm. only imagine, you know, them blues dances and thing back in the days. You know, this song is, is massive. Are there any other John Holt, Dennis Brown combos that you could think of? Not that I know of. Yeah, yo, you know, this just made me think of something. Like, those combinations that D-Brown did with other singers. You know what I'm saying? Like, him Mm -hmm. and Gregory, him and, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, those tunes are, you know, just extra special. Let me just say that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, Girl Your Love is Like Wildfire spreading all over the world. Big lyrics, two of the biggest singers of all time. Yeah, perfect combination and the way they perform on, on that rhythm day and um didn't know that dennis brown produced the tune uh, that was an interesting fact right there as well yeah man he was a prolific writer man mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm i'm not tracing you son i swear this was next on my list all right Same. so you you did a dennis brown you said yours is 1985 right right so next on my list and i, I could i could take a screenshot is Dennis Brown from 1982. This song, all right, so I think this song encompasses Lover's Rock to the bone. It was actually produced in the UK, or it's actually, no, it wasn't produced in the UK. It was, it was, there's a little bit of controversy about this, but it was recorded and written in Jamaica, but it was released under A&M Records in the UK. And the song I'm talking about is Dennis Brown, Love Has Found Its Way. Mm. Now, this song, yo, this song right here, first of all, <laughs> this this to me is in the vein of Lover's Rock to the, to the core because when you listen to the instrumentation and the melody on, on this song, because here's the thing with Lover's Rock that I know about. Like, Lover's Rock kind of like, at least the UK version of it kind of goes in between R&B, soul, and reggae. And this song right here definitely encompasses all of that. And and basically, so much so that it actually peaked at number 42 on the Billboard Hot R&B Songs chart in its ninth, ninth week on the chart. So it was actually included on the R&B charts. Like I said, the, the label was A&M Records in the UK, and it's accredited to Dennis Brown and Yvonne Brown. Um, I didn't do the research mm. to find out who Yvonne Brown was. Um, yeah. I don't know if that was his wife or, you know what I mean? Okay. There was, there was so, a label, um, it was, uh, Yvonne's Music or something like that. I'm wondering if it's the same Yvonne. Yeah, Experts, I was kind of, you know, hit us up, let us yeah. let us know. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of not. I wouldn't say rushing, but I was, I was taking in the information. I forgot to go back and, and research that. And actually, I found an article where Lloyd Parks was talking about the song 
because Lloyd Lloyd Parks actually helped to write the music uh-huh. um, to Dennis Brown's lyrics. Lyrics, and I believe the first time he said he heard Dennis sing it was uh, I believe at Joe Gibbs Studio in Jamaica. So apparently, even though he's not credited as a writer, as far as my research, Lloyd Parks actually wrote the music to the song. Yeah, yeah Yvonne man, Brown was that, Dennis' wife. Yeah. And I looked at the rest of the credits on that album, which was on um, the album of the same name, Love Has Found Its Way, 1982. So it came out in that album, and that was the only song that she co-wrote with Dennis. Yeah, man, Musical Family. I feel like I've discovered this song later in life. I hadn't heard it like when I was a teenager or in my 20s or anything. I feel like within the last decade or so, you know, I've heard it in a few different places and it just kind of grew on me. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a new I'm a new fan of this song, but it's a very very well-written song and it's of the time, you know, early 80s. It sounds like it could have been included in in some disco type, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you there. 1982 with that one yeah man i'm gonna take it back to 82 as well so my next entry is the iconic single from the cool ruler himself gregory isaacs and that's night nurse interesting night nurse came out in 1982 on island records it was the title track of the album night nurse which was Gregory's first release after signing to Island Records. Yeah, it was a top 40 album in the UK. Um, So Night Nurse, you know, really for me, pretty much as long as I've been alive, I've been hearing that song. (laughs) I'm saying like, like I can't think of like the first time I heard it, but it's like an automatic, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, anywhere you go in the world, and you know what I'm saying, like how we were talking about the controversy, like what's Lovers Rock, what's not Lovers Rock, Ray? Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go in other world where regular music is being played, you're likely to hear this tune, yo. And it's likely to just hold the people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's likely to get a forward. You know what I'm saying? It's likely to, yeah, you know, you, that's one that will evoke an emotional response. So couples dancing on the floor and those type of things, you know what I'm saying? You're going to draw your lady in, you know what I'm saying? Your lady's going to squeeze you a little tighter on Night Nurse. And you know what I'm saying? You just enjoy that. So it's definitely like one of those old love movies that just, you know, love stories that classic, classic, can't be more classic than Night Nurse. So that's that's my Damn third man. on the list. Yeah, so that song was actually on my second uh, version of the list and you know I was doing more research into other music and I'm sorry man like it, it didn't make the cut simply because like you said I've heard it so much <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's a, a a humongous tune and you know just as a side side note like when when I speak to people who aren't big reggae fans yeah there's three there's three names that come up Usually, there's Bob, there's Lee Scratch Perry, hmm. and then there's Gregory Isaacs, and specifically Night Nurse. So, yeah, man, and that kind of surprised me a little bit, you know, because Gregory was, you know, I I, I, didn't, I never knew outside of, you know, the the 
I guess, hardcore reggae community that Gregory was so popular. But he's a very popular artist. Yeah. I mean, yo, most of the white people that have been on this show have yeah. credited Gregory Isaacs with yeah. being the catalyst, you know, to really start their reggae lover journey. And I was surprised by that as well. I was thinking it would be like, yo, straight Bob, like a straight Bob Marley situation. <laughs> but a lot of people <laughs> yeah, are like, yeah, yo, yeah. Gregory. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So this song will it Not- will never stop being played. Like you said, it's been played so much. There's some songs that we could say like, yo, they've been played so much. And you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, at some point they're going to stop being played. Or maybe they stopped being played already. But Night Nurse will never <laughs> yeah yeah no it's not a, it's not a song that you get tired of you know never especially when you're in the dance especially yeah. when you're in the dance you know what i'm saying with your significant other or you know whether you're in a single situation and you know what i'm saying it's like yeah there's some definitely man there, there's some options there you know what i'm saying this is one of those songs you, you need <laughs> all right so this song right here so we're, we're taking it back a decade now, maybe two. Okay. So this song right here, again, trying to stick with what I think Lover's Rock is. And, hmm. All right. I'll just get into it because there's a lot to say about this song. <laughs> not, not a whole lot, but um, I guess I'll give you some of... I don't know, for some reason, I'm I'm like, yo, anticipation, right? So this song was actually covered 17 times, okay? And the version that I'm about to talk about is actually a remake of the original. So some people that uh, remade this song, um, first of all, it covered from 1967 was the original, and it I got, got a covered feeling I know what to, song uh, this is, but go ahead. Up until 2012. So let me let me tell you some of the notable people who have remade this song. Gloria Estefan, Diana Ross, The Temptations, Sammy Davids Jr., Cher. Lou Rawls is in there somewhere, you know. So a lot of people sang this song over, all right? And the song is Alton Ellis, You've Made Me So Very Happy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Mm. Did, did you, is that what you thought? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, so Damn, to me, son. this yeah, is one really. of the, <laughs> this is one of the quintessential Lovers Rock songs, you know what I'm saying? And Alton Ellis was actually, um, let's see, let me, he was actually a third person to sing. Actually, no, it was more than that because Barry, Go- Barry Gordy actually co-wrote the original and the original came out in 1967 from a woman named Brenda Holloway. So Brenda Holloway and I believe her sister wrote it along with Barry Gordy and like one other person. So it went around and back in those days, it was a, it was a Motown song. But, you know, basically a bunch of different Motown people would sing over the same song. It's kind of like Studio One. Yep. So before 1970s, it was already done by like the Temptations, Diana Ross, a whole bunch of people in Motown. And then actually, I was surprised because I didn't put put this together. But the Blood, Sweat, and Tears version is actually the most popular version. And Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Who, who the hell is Blood, Sweat, and Tears? Sweat and Tears, right? They're like a a jazz soul like R&B band, like White Boys. Mm. And they actually had the most popular version of this song in 1968. Um, yeah, man. So um, Alton Ellis sang this song, um, and he recorded a version for Studio One and Treasure Isle. Yeah, just just an amazing song. I don't know, something about it is just like a happy-go-lucky and I don't know if it's considered lovers rock or not, or rock steady, or you know what I mean. It's kind yeah. of like that gray area. Yeah, I feel like it's rock steady, but it's all good. Yeah, man. I mean, we we'll count it. It's a lot of love. A lot of it, lot of love. Rock steady is is lovers rock to me still. It's the Jamaican. Yeah, it's interchangeable. It's the original Jamaican lovers rock. Seeing. Yeah, man. So that's another song that. I, I didn't know growing up, but within the last, I would say, decade or so, you know, maybe decade and a half, I've discovered it, and I really like it. Word. Yo, I learned, you know, never know what say. Yeah, man. That the You should check the Blood, Sweat, and Tears version. Okay. Yeah, man. Like, I didn't know, like, outside of Sanchez, you know what I'm saying? Like, what your whole <laughs> thing was. So this is very interesting. Yeah, man. A lot of, a lot of growth within the past uh, two decades, you know? It was all about Sanchez, Garnet, and Barris, you know? Right. You see me, my, my thing never go back so far in our history. <laughs> okay. So my next entry is actually known as one of the songs that helped to define the Lover's Rock genre itself. You know what I'm saying? So when you say quintessential Lover's Rock, I think that this mm-hmm. is a essential cut that I think if you were pulling together like a traditional 
Lovers Rock compilation and wanted to have it with definitive songs, this would be one of them. Um, and my other entry would, would be one of them as well. But this is Good Thing Going by Sugar Minot. Okay. Also known as We've Got a Good Thing Going. The original version was um, written by the corporation and originally performed by Michael Jackson. It was originally a B-side on Michael Jackson's single, I Want to Be Where You Are. And then it was mm. included on his second album. So this is Motown Days. He had an album called Ben. But Sugar Minot released it in 1981. Mm-hmm. On It was on RCA. And the song became his biggest hit. I don't know if you know people realize this is Sugar Minot's biggest international hit. It actually reached number four on the UK singles chart. So you know this was during the time of the UK Lovers Rock craze. And mm-hmm. and this song was, you know, massive in the UK. I discovered this song, like, later on as well. It's not something that, like, I grew up with listening to this tune. But when you press play on the song, I think it catches you by surprise with the, the drums. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, a very epic introduction to the song. So it's like, bam, bam. And it's like all these instruments going, and then yeah. it just settles into and the bass line drops in, and that's where you hear the lovers rock bass line. And Sugar Minot, yo, rest in peace, man. He's one of the most mm-hmm. amazing singers, yo, that I've seen perform live, man. Just yeah, man. Bless up Sugar Boogie, yo. Seeing him perform live, like. As he was up there in age, you know what I mean? He would just happily bounce all over the stage with his gray hair. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he's acting out scenes from songs. and You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I seen him without a band. It was a sound system. No, a lie. It was with the band. But it was still like a sound system vibe. Because he was just like, yo, give me anything. Give me some Studio One. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he would just go you just go in so anyway good thing going if you guys are not familiar with that tune definitely check it out i know you will enjoy it and yeah he's he forget the michael jackson and all that stuff this is sugar mine <laughs> tune. <laughs> yeah man classic yeah man that's what's up yeah i, I mean that's why a list like this is so difficult you know i remember you texted me <laughs> Yeah, asking if we if remakes and singovers are, are good to go, and I, I said, of course. I mean, because if, if that wasn't the case, I mean, that would greatly, <laughs> yeah. you know, what I'm saying, hamper this list, yo. Right, right. I'm actually, I was actually surprised to hear a few, you know, what I'm saying originals, you know, because I, I just assume a lot of them are singovers. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like last thing I'm thinking about this song. This is one of them songs that you that you can't really, as a DJ. It's hard to find a way to transition out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is right. That that just show that's what a good lover's rock would be like. You know what I'm saying? You'd play the whole song and the people then just dance to the whole song <laughs> to the very last drop. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Shout out to everybody in the UK. They're probably cursing us out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for my final entry. This is this is another one where, I mean, it's probably more rock steady, but yo, whatever. 
<laughs> so this song was done in 1972. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, this version I consider Lover's Rock because the there's another version on the same rhythm that came out in 1969 on Studio One. This 1972 version was uh, produced by Bunny Striker Lee. All right. So back then, you know, if you look at these rhythms, you know, especially the Studio One rhythms, you know, you might see 1960-something produced Cox and Nod, 1970-something Bunny Striker Lee, and then on onward, and you know what I'm saying? And then a slew of different producers on the same rhythm. So the rhythm is, the rhythm is Queen of the Minstrel. Okay, Queen mm. of the Minstrel Rhythm. And the song that I'm speaking of is Cornell Campbell, Girl of My Dreams. Yeah. So this version is based on the original version, version which was done in, in 1969, obviously Queen of the Minstrel. So Girl of My Dreams, you know what I'm saying? Obviously it was like, you know what? You know, time for our next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and this was done for the album Nazi Dread in a Greenwich Farm, mm-hmm. um, produced by Bunny Striker Lee, you know what I'm saying, for Cornell Campbell. And I don't, I don't know if I have to say much about this song, except the rhythm itself is sick. It's sick. Like, I could listen to the Queen of the Minstrel rhythm for like an hour or two. You know, and there was many, many songs done on it and still being done on it, on it. Uh, Most notably recently, what, Jasmine Sullivan? I mean, uh, there's more recent than that. Well, Jasmine, yeah, it's kind of a riff off, you know. Yeah, it's it's a version of it. But, you know, isn't that the same Paradise Plum, Naomi Cohen? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, so I think that's the most recent, like. That is the most recent. Massive version of it. Exactly. So I don't know. Something. This 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 song. The like, horns, though, bro. Like, sis. yeah. And Cornell Campbell. What a man voice. How a man voice can sound like that, yo. Yeah. You yeah. see what Cornell Campbell look like, and then you hear his voice, and you like, but wait. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's like, uh, what is that? Is that a falsetto? Is that what that is? That's an instrument. <laughs> yeah man the man channel channel the most high yeah man so well all right so one other thing to clear up just so you know so the the, the single came out in 72 and the album um the cut on the album came out in 75 the album came out in 75 so you know he was singing you know multiple versions of queen of the minstrel up into the 70s yeah, I can never figure out, you know, I think I've had arguments with people about that song, like, Girl of My Dreams, Queen of the Minstrel, you know what I'm saying, like, am I going crazy, or is this the same song? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same song, a different version, sung by the same artist, so yeah, it's like, you weren't crazy. Yeah, it's like, am I being punked here, like, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's interesting. I feel like, you know, there could be a study on that just alone. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably like a story there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's interesting is like a few of these songs, obviously, as you know, we spoke to, 
you know, Carlton Livingston, you know, as you know, songs, the same song was done for different labels, mm -hmm. different versions of the song, same rhythm, slightly different lyrics, slightly different arrangement done for different labels, you know, so, you know, and that's the beauty of this whole thing and, you know, why it's so hard to, to make top five <laughs> lists. <laughs> yeah, man. When you said this one, it made me think of the uh, Carlton and the Shoes, which was another one from back in the, those days with the horns, you know, Carlton and mm -hmm. the Shoes. Kiss me once, girl, which is like, like another one of those rhythms that can play yeah, and, for about two hours. And, and Yeah, rhythms like this, tell you the truth, like when I think of the 70s, I think of you know, horn to instruments, you know, like I feel like that's why I fell in love with 70s music. Mm -hmm. You know, not just reggae, you know, uh, R&B, soul, yeah, uh, disco, uh, everything had horns in it. You know, it seems like it's a lost art, art form, you know, horns, strings, yep. uh, organs, you know, like just beautiful, beautiful music. True that, yo. That was your five. Yeah, man, that was my five, man. Okay, okay. Round of would, would you consider that that lovers rock? I mean, I mean, yo, come on, man! <laughs> I don't got rules like that. You know, as right. long as the like to me, lovers rock is defined by the subject matter. But if right, you want right, to be right. a purist, then this next song is lovers rock, and maybe some oh, of the oh. other songs that we've mentioned are not lovers rock. And this is, is the UK gonna get a gift? It's the UK. <laughs> It's the UK. So let me tell you something. This next song, I watched Lovers Rock by Steve McQueen. You know, I mm -hmm. watched that movie a couple of times. By the part, way. A part of the just Small Axe series. Just a footnote real quick. Steve McQueen actually was not a fashion designer. I was thinking of Alexander McQueen, who's a totally different person, a white man. But Steve McQueen is a director and a, a vis visual artist. Okay. Just wanted to make a correction there. Okay. Well, you didn't talk about that on this episode, so. I know, I know. I'm talking, if if people pay attention, I'm fixing some other stuff. I bet. From when we uh, referenced Small Axe. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool. So, yeah, man. If I had, if if I had, if you had ever heard, like, my full-length, in-depth, critical review of Lover's Rock, I would tell you that one of the things that is blaring about the movie is that they wanted you to understand that Silly Games by Janet Kay was a big tune. <laughs> yo, yeah. yo, the scene where the sound system plays Silly Games by Janet Kay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that scene, it's like it never ended. It was like 20 minutes long. They played the song, the whole entire song, like three complete times and then pulled it up and the crowd just sang the whole song. Sang the, the rest of it. Yeah. The entire, the entire song. Thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. I guess that's Steve McQueen's uh, quintessential Love is Rock song. Yes, bro. And that song, you know, that was like, for me, it was a reminder. It was a reminder that, yo, if you ever do a top five Love is Rock, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Nobody forget yeah, that yeah, junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nobody forget that junior or else. Been in a while, you know? 
So it's definitely one of the biggest Lovers Rock songs of the 1970s. Janet Kay's Silly Games, written by Dennis Bavell, released in 1979, which was a great year. Amazing year. One of the best years in history. Yeah, man. So it's only right to have this song. <laughs> um, Dennis Bovell, if you guys are not familiar, was uh, born in Barbados, but um, out of the UK. And he was a musician and engineer and an, obviously songwriter. And, um, you know, he was involved with various aspects of the culture, you know, including sound system and is known for kind of blending different genres together on some of the stuff that he did. So this Silly Games incorporated like some disco vibes, you know what I mean? It incorporated some different sounds and melodies and harmonies. But what um, he was going for was a song that has that sweet part, you know, that high note that most people can't hit, but they try to hit so that, you know, it's that Mm -hmm. song that when it's playing in a dance at a certain point, like all the ladies are just singing their hearts out. And this is exactly yeah. it, um, what it is. And, you know, it's de- depicted beautifully in the movie Lover's Rock. Um, the song was number two in the UK. So it got all the way to number two. Um, it was a hit throughout Europe. Janet Kay actually appeared on the BBC's flagship TV show of the time, Top of the Pops. And she was the first Lover's Rock artist, you know, the first Lover's Rock tune to appear on that program. So... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely a massive, massive, massive song. And Janet Kay, salute to her. I think she just celebrated a birthday not too long ago as well. One of the biggest Lovers Rock artists from the UK Lovers days. So big up to Sandra Cross. And, you know, you mentioned Peter Huntingdale, Huntingdale Dennis Bavel, you know, all the rest. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Maxi Priest. So laundry list of which I don't have all of them in front of me right now. And, and I wasn't there to experience it live and in person. And I'm not from the UK. So, you know what I'm saying? I give, like, the respect because I know that it's a, a massive movement, um, a big part of our history, um, you know, UK history, reggae music history. So definitely check out the original Lovers Rock documentary that came out in the earlier two, in the 2000s. And that's the actual documentary that was done chronicling this entire period and breaking it down. Um, so, you know, Janet Kay, Dennis Bavel, and, you know, some of the other names. Everybody of who's uh, um, involved is featured in that documentary. And then mm-hmm. if you haven't checked out the Steve McQueen Lovers Rock, a part of the new uh, Small Axe movie series, which is available right now on your Amazon Prime, please check that out. I, I have to, to admit, yeah, I knew nothing of that song until that movie. Okay. Do you have any honorary mentions? Yeah, I can't even say just like one honorable mention because, yo, I so much tune. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, I'll be talking. I'll list like 200 songs right now that would be honorable mention. Like, yeah, really. Well, you know. I just have one. Um, you know, just to appease the UK people again. um and you know i guess i wouldn't have i could have swapped out one of the biddy mcleans you know i'm saying for this song and this artist but 
you know, the Billy Queen songs kind of mean more than me. But actually, one of our former guests, Maxi Priest, mm-hmm. Wild World, yo. Okay. It's pretty big tune. Pretty big lover's rock tune. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I had tunes like, you know, if I had I had Sanchez, Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear, I had that one on here. I had um, A Love I Can Feel, you know, I, in terms of like two songs on a rhythm that play together in a dance, you know what I mean? I had Coco T, Good Life, mm-hmm. and Sanchez Forever, you know. For mm-hmm. me, the barest mm-hmm. them would be like Sweetness, it would be groovy little thing or it'd be they're gonna talk you know what i'm saying in terms of dennis brown i really had to hold back because i could have just gone with you know silhouette and so many there's you know what i'm saying there's so many d brown especially like for like the joe gibbs d brown those are my favorite caress me girl you know what i mean a lot of songs from freddie mcgregor half pint mm-hmm. yeah for me john I mean, holt Barrett. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I had a John Holt in there, and then I was like, eh. Yeah, Barris, you know, uh, Sweetness, uh, Can't Stop a Man, Show It Off, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sanchez, you know, if I had to pick one, it would be Rearrange My Life. Yeah, my big know? tune, big tune, big tune. You know, um, Wayne Wonder, Baby You and I, mm-hmm. you know, a tune, you know what I'm saying? Um, what else did I have on here, man? You know, I had to pick between different Alton Ellis songs because, you know, Alton Ellis. Yeah. You know, um, I had Night Nurse on there, you know. so right. We talked about yeah. um, Bob Marley last week, so we don't got to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know, <laughs> if we hadn't just t- spoken about Bob, you know, maybe one of the Bobs would have made it in there somehow, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Center of Attraction, Lukey D. Yo, I think Lukey D is one of the toughest singers out of Jamaica. Yeah, man. Real yeah, talk. Consistent. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, um, also, that song, that song, Etana has with Alba Rossi, Blessing, Man Love a Woman and a Woman Love a Man, a Jaja Blessing. Yo, that's one of the baddest Lovers Rock combinations. You know what I'm saying? Not really. Yeah. You talking com- combinations, you know what I mean? Then you get into into some of the DJs too. Mm-hmm. But you know, Buju and Wayne or Buju and Barris, it's like, come on. And then Lovers yeah. Rock, in terms of Buju, you know, I could have had a separate list for that, just him alone. And but I know people would be like, oh, I'm not singing true with a DJ and Ray. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But Love Sponge, come on, man. Love Sponge is one of my, yo, that's one of the biggest songs ever to me. Yeah, man. And then Ooh, go star, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Go if you want from two thousand four. Oh, man! It's silk. It's growing. Yo, you know what could have made this list for me also is Undying Love. You know the original, um, like the Ernest Wilson, okay. and that's been mm-hmm. sung over a bunch of times too. That's a massive tune. For, I don't know why that's not. Who would I have bumped off? <laughs> yeah, I mean these lists are tough, but yo, you know, Marcia Griffiths, come on, like yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Geez, I could have had two, three Marcia Griffiths songs that I, you know, so yeah, man. All this wonderful music definitely is available right now on Amazon Music Unlimited. 
our regular lover listeners definitely want you to check that out with Amazon Music Unlimited you get on demand music it's always ad free unlimited access to any song you can listen offline with unlimited skips and follow your favorite podcasts as well so you can follow regular lover podcasts and have all this great music in one central place one app right now listeners of regular lover get three months free so just go to get amazonmusic.com slash reggae lover three months free amazon music unlimited so coming up we have some other great interviews that you guys are gonna and thoroughly enjoy some artists you know some artists that you'll be introduced to shouts out to reverb nation for mm-hmm. your collaboration on that yeah it's also award show season this time of year so we're going to be talking about some of the different platforms that are honoring our own artists and our own music yeah man big things are going on i hope you enjoyed the top five list that we put together this is again something that's just personal these are some of our favorite songs it's not an easy feat <laughs> to accomplish but you know i'm saying somebody's got to do it definitely would love to hear your top five some of your favorite songs as well yeah man i'm interested to hear you know what some of you have to say about you know what lover lovers rock is to you and what your top five songs are hit us up on instagram facebook twitter all of those yeah man and uk sorry sorry i mean i had some biddy mclean in there you know <laughs> yo jc lodge was another one yeah yeah can't like not mention jc lodge exactly yeah man so until next time it's a dedication to regular lovers worldwide thank you for tuning in peace bless regular lover podcast was produced by andres agard and aubrey khalil agard visit regulover.com for full show notes archives and more information if you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at reggaelover.com. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.